Hey, everybody, it's Sam Bauer, and this is the Wherever You Go podcast. I am the uh, moderator of this podcast and um, looking forward to talking to you guys today a little bit about um, like our plans versus God's plans and why sometimes you are finding yourself in a spot where you don't feel like you're having success and you're praying about it and you don't feel like God's maybe helping you because I've had people bring this up to me in the past about, well, you know, I started my business or I started this new venture. I started a new job and I'm praying that God will help me find success. And it's, it's not happening. And it's like, it reminds me of like a sports team that's going out on the field and they're praying that God will help them win. Right. We don't, we don't want to be and I don't want to say we don't want to be praying for anything because we do. We always want to pray for the things that are in our heart and we want to, you know, make sure that we're asking God for guidance. But when it comes to our plans and us winning and our success, we have to remember that what we think success looks like is not going to be the same thing that God looks at as success all of the time. So I think the foundation and the stepping stones of your journey need to be committed to God. And then we need to be prayerful along the journey. And if it is God's will, and if it is God's plan, then the success is going to come. So that's kind of where I want to start today is when we're, when we're, leaning into God's prayer for us, or we're, we're, we're trying to become the person that God wants us to be. We have to remember that that may not be exactly the person that we think we should be, or the person that right now we see ourselves becoming, and maybe not even somebody that we want to be. But if we really truly want to live out God's purpose for our life and see the glory and the, and the joy that he has planned for us, we have to lean into his way. Uh, we can't just do what we want to do and then pray that God gives us success or money or wealth or whatever it is that your definition of success is. And I'll share a little bit about my story um, and how I pray. And not that the way I do it is perfect or correct or anything like that, because I'm certainly still a work in progress. But I do think it's part of the reason why I've had success um, in, in the things that I've done. Um, and so... I just um, thought that maybe sharing this would be helpful um, as the purpose of, of my podcast is really to help people lean into the person that God has called you to be and created you to be. And I, I want to make sure we're um, doing so in a way that will give you fulfillment and it will give you uh, a sense of purpose. And by that, you will find success in what you do. And so so a couple Bible verses, and there's a lot of them. So if you even just like Google or go to your Bible, um, like usually there's a directory in your Bible that says like topics and you can find Bible verses. If you look for like Bible verses about man's plans um, or about plans, um, there will be a lot that pop up because this is an area that God really, I think, cares about. He created us and he created us for a reason and he wants that the plans that he has for us to come to fruition, that's his, you know, his wish and, and that we're glorifying him um, and that we are being disciples through our work 
And, um, you know, he loves us so much that, that he sent his son to die for us so that we could come and, and be in heaven with him someday. So it's, I don't think something that he takes lightly. He didn't put us on this earth to just kind of wander around, um, aimlessly or, you know, to try to chase dreams that are maybe not of his purpose. He, he put us here for a reason. He made you the way that he made you for a reason. He has a very specific plan for you. So if you Google that or look that up in the Bible, I think you'll be like, Oh, there's a lot of verses here. Um, and some of these are repeats cause I like them a lot and I like them so much that I, I do repeat them because they're like all in my, all in my, uh, peripheral all the time. Um, and the one that I, I refer to a lot is Romans eight twenty eight. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. And those who are called according to his purpose. Um, again, it's about his purpose, right? Not our purpose or what we think our purpose should be. Um, and then I like Proverbs 19, 21. Many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. And that's kind of where I want to start it today, because for me as an entrepreneur, um, as somebody who's like a super enthusiastic person, just in general, like I get really excited about new ideas and doing different things and how we can like, you know, go out there and change the world. Um, many are the plans in the mind of the man or woman in, in my instance. Um, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. So when I set out from college to get a job, I never in a bajillion million years thought I really want to be an insurance agent. Um, but when I, so I, after college, I moved to Japan, I taught English and Japanese high school for a year and I came back and I was like ready to set the world on fire. I was going to get a corporate position in public relations, climb the corporate ladder, shatter the glass ceiling. Um, I wasn't even thinking about having kids at the time, not getting married. I mean, I was very independent woman. This is who I'm going to be. And I'll worry about that stuff later. So I came back and I went to Arizona to visit my grandmother. And I, I looked for some jobs while I was there. Cause I thought, well, this is, you know, a great place to live. And, um, I was 23 or 24 at the time. And I found a job doing like door-to-door sales for paper. It was like, a the company was called Quill and I would go door to door to businesses with my little magazine. It was a pretty big magazine, actually, um, a paper and toner and ink cartridges and all this office supplies. And I would try to sell them to the people who, um, were in those businesses. So, um, I'll never forget sitting in a parking lot crying because I hated it. It was awful. People were mean to me and it was hot. And I felt like just as I just felt like a slimy salesperson. Um, and I felt like I was annoying people, um, because I was going in and actually I did pretty good at it. I was one of the top leaders in my little group. Um, but anyway, I remember sitting in the parking lot crying and praying. Um, this is 24 year old Sam. So like really early in my journey with Christ, um, and just like saying, God, I don't want to do this. Like, this is horrible. Um, but I, you know, I know it's a start and I felt God just kind of like, just keep going, you know? And, and so I was sitting in this parking lot and in front of me was an insurance agency. I walked into that insurance agency to sell them some paper and they offered me a job selling insurance and doing their marketing 
And um, it was like crazy because I had just literally been crying in the, in my truck 10 minutes earlier, praying to God that like, this isn't good and I don't like it. And can you provide me with the different opportunities? So I prayed about it and it was like, God was telling me, yeah, go do this. Well, again, it was not the best job. It was not the best work environment. Um, but I learned a lot and I learned a lot from that direct sales walking into businesses, man, I still think that job probably taught me more about sales and rejection and, um, how to talk to people and how to have grit and bounce back than any other job I've ever had. Cause I've never been rejected that much in my entire life. Um, so I go into this insurance agency and I work there and it, it was a great, another great learning experience, but also hard. I mean, I, I was the only white person that worked there. Um, nobody would speak English when I was in there. It was in um, Southern California and um, everybody either spoke Spanish or Tagalog. So there was half Filipino um, people in there and half the people were Mexican. And they, the girls in the office did not like me. Um, I don't know if it was just because I was white or if it was because they saw that I was like, I was kind of managing them right off the bat or what it was, but I went out and got my insurance license. I, um, studied hard and I, I started, ended up like running this agency. So I was doing his, uh, payroll. I was helping him do his bank account transactions. I was doing all the marketing and then I'd come back in at the end of the day and I'd write insurance policies for people. Um, it was really long hours. Like I said, the girls didn't like me. They made fun of me. And I know they were talking about me <laughs> um, and like laughing at me and making fun of me. And it wasn't even in English. So I didn't even really know what they were saying. So maybe they were saying nice things. I don't know. It just felt like not so great. So again, I was there for a while. I was there for probably almost a year. And again, got to my breaking point where I was just like, I can't do this, God. Like, why do you have me here? And I know there's a purpose. I'll stay here as long as I feel that you have called me to be here, but I, I, it hurts. Like I'm having a really hard time. So I get a phone call one day from a company and they say they're looking for a territory sales manager for an insurance company. And they, they're looking for somebody in Arizona, which is back where my grandma lived and where I wanted to be. Um, he said he went into the agency that I worked at and the girls recommended me for the position. <laughs> I still, to this day, am confident they recommended me because they didn't want me there anymore because they just, like I said, they did not love me. Um, and so, so again, God using like this crazy situation um, to help lead me into my next journey. And the next journey turned out to be a huge part of my career and my development and my learning. Um but my heart was never like in insurance. Like I never thought this is something I'm passionate about. This is something that, you know, it's interesting. It's like a cool job. Never. That's because it's really not like it's selling something that people have to have. And a lot of people think it's a scam and um, it's, it's not a scam. It's something that you do need. And I do believe in it and, and I do understand the value of it, but it's still not something that I thought I want to do this for the rest of my life. So anyway, that kind of like started my journey into insurance. I got that job working for that company, moved back to Arizona, spent about 15 years of my life um, in insurance um, sales management, 
all the while trying to get out of it, like trying to figure out like, what else could I do? You know, I, and I applied for other jobs and it either didn't work out or they weren't paying me enough, or it just didn't make, it didn't make sense from a career standpoint for me to make those shifts. And so continuing prayer the entire way through um, this journey and, and honestly, like meeting some of the most amazing people that I've ever met in my life who have shaped and developed me into the person that I am. Like I had so many wonderful mentors throughout my um, insurance career that have gotten me to this point um, that I'm so blessed by. I mean, I can look back and like, it just, I'm still very good friends with a lot of the people that I worked with and for, um, but there were definitely some moments where I knew like God put these people in my path to teach me to develop me and to help me grow into something that will serve his purpose as I move. Um, but again, continued prayer. I never, I could have left. I could have gone to a different job. I could have gone to something that I wanted to do and then asked God to help me, but I didn't the entire, my entire career. I've just been in prayer and God, like, if this is what you want me to do, show me, and I will do that. Um, and I'll know that you're using it. Um, to work together for my good, right? Romans 8, 28, um, even when it doesn't feel like it all the time. And because I, I just am trusting God that he's got me in the place that he wants me to be so that I can serve his purpose. And so, like I said, 15 years working for corporations and insurance, learning the business, learning the industry, understanding, you know, algorithms and how rates are built for insurance, um, for auto insurance and homeowners insurance and umbrella insurance and helping product managers build product and just doing a whole bunch of like nerdy things that I never thought that like I would do. Because again, I never, I never, I know I've said this in other podcasts, but I never felt smart enough to do certain things until I started doing this. And then it was like, you know what? I am pretty smart. Like I do know what I'm doing. I understand these things and I'm able to communicate well, which the skill set there isn't always a lot of times people are people who are really, really good at numbers aren't comfortable communicating in a clear way, or people that are really good at technology. Sometimes like having the combined skill set isn't isn't as common. So for me, I definitely lean toward being a better communicator than um, an analytical person. But I, I have found that I, I do have both of those skill sets in certain capacities and I'm able to use them. Um, and what I'm doing now. And that's, again, as you're journeying through your, your career and your journey, you know, look back on those, like, where did I learn a lot, but what was hard? I mean, I'm sure you've had jobs that you've hated, but you've learned a lot from, and, and you've had jobs that you've loved that you've learned a lot from as well, but, but those that were more fun than others. And, um, so anyway, I, 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 I stayed in prayer throughout this entire time and I've experienced some really hard, um, jobs and, and situations that I got myself into. And, and like one example was, you know, I really always wanted to own an agency. Um, so at one point, uh, about 10 years ago, I jumped into, I found, you know, a guy who I thought was my friend and, uh, I, I partnered with him from to like be like basically his perpetuation plan for his agency. And this was me, this was, I was not listening to God at this time. I wanted to do this. I, you know, wanted to get out of the corporate side. I jumped into this agency and it turned into to be a really cruddy partnership. Um, I, it, it, it was not what I signed up for. The numbers were not what I looked at. Um, there were a lot of things that happened there that were very discouraging to me. 
um, from somebody who I thought was my friend um, and very quickly realized this was not God's plan for me and I need to get back on his plan. And again, God provided me an opportunity to um, go back onto the carrier side at the time. And um, lo and behold, um, God did want me to be an agency owner, <clears throat> but he wanted me to own my own agency. And he didn't want me to do that until about 10 years later, um, which is where I'm at now. So again, just stay in prayer and um, ask God to show you what he wants and know that it's not always going to be rainbows and unicorns. And it's not always going to be exactly what you want or the way you want it to be, but you have to be able to wait in those time periods where you're feeling like, all right, God, I know you have me here for a reason. I don't really like it. Um, it's hard for me. And I'm, I, you know, I just pray that you can get me through this waiting period until you show me what my next step is. And that's where um, it can be really, really hard. Um, you know, my last corporate position was so hard. The last nine months of that job, I mean, I cried on my way to work. Sometimes I cried on my way home from work. Sometimes it was just a really stressful situation, but I knew I was learning so much. I mean, I was being sandpapered in a way that like, I felt it. <laughs> I felt the sandpaper rubbing on me because it hurt like this. I felt a pit in my stomach. I was being challenged to lead in a way I wasn't comfortable leading. Um, my manager wanted me to shame people, but at the same time, I was learning so much. I was learning about myself. I was learning what I'm willing to stand up for and stand up to. I was learning how to lead people. I was learning how to, you know, do budgets. And I was learning how to um, manage a big team. And there were just so many things that I took from that experience that I'm so grateful for. And I will never speak poorly of that company because I love that company. Um, but it wasn't for me. The culture wasn't for me. I wasn't the right person for them and they were not the right company at that point for me. And so that's where, again, like it got down to me on my knees with my husband, holding hands, praying about what God wanted me to do next and just asking him to show me. And he showed me, you know, this opportunity that I'm in right now where I own my own business and um, I love it. But even within my own business, you guys, like this is where you have to, I didn't start my business and then say, okay, God, um, give me success, please. Um, I started my own business because I felt like it was God's calling for me. And I had prayed about it before and he led me here. And every day I wake up and my prayer is this, God, help me serve you through this business. Help me today, you know, and I, I thank him in the morning. I, I say, God, thank you for this day. Thank you for the blessings that you have ahead of me. And thank you for the lessons that you have ahead of me, because I know there are going to be things that are going to happen today that I'm going to be able to learn from and help me to serve my clients. And my, when I had an employee, help me serve my employee and help me serve my family in a way that glorifies you. Um, and that's my prayer every day, guys. Like that's where I start. And um, I don't, I don't pray for more clients and I don't pray for, more money. Um, although obviously like that's part of being a business owner and it's part of why, you know, I can use those things in order to serve God better, but I didn't like go start a business that I wanted to start without any 
prayer and then ask God for God's help. And I think that's where I just wanted to get that point out there today is that wherever you are in your journey, sit down and pray about it. You know, ask God to help you show you a way. Ask him to, you know, put the people in front of you that he wants you to serve and the people that you can grow with together and the people that are going to help you become the person that he created you to be. Um, And that is the success that we want to ask God for is the success in serving him, the success in being um, a disciple and using whatever work we're doing to glorify God. And that's where your success is going to come from. And I know it sounds like cheesy and, you know, I've been told in the past that I need to think more about numbers and I think too much with my heart, but like your success truly comes from your heart. Like it comes from getting up every morning with a purpose, feeling good about what you're doing, feeling good about the people that you serve, um, knowing that, you know, God's at the center of it and you're not going to fail, um, because you're doing God's work. And if it's time to change, if it's time to do something else, God's going to show you that. And, um, it might be a hard thing to see, and it might be a hard thing for you to take in because you don't want to change or you wanted to do that. Like I've guys, I've always wanted to like open a bed and breakfast. (laughs) It just is not in my cards and it has, maybe it will be, maybe God's preparing me for something down the road, but like I've tried, I've looked at it. I've come close to even buying one, um, before I felt God pressing me like, Hey, Sam, that's not where I want you right now. And he shows you because he makes it really, really hard and, or he'll show you numbers that don't make sense, or he'll show you something that tells you that that's not his plan for you. Um, and so, like I said, I'm in insurance. I, it's not the coolest job in the world. Um, there's actually quite a bit of people out there that have a resentment towards what I do for a living. Um, but at the end of the day, like I know I'm serving God my clients, like I get to help people, you know, I get to, I get to help business owners make sure that they're not overspending on their insurance and that they're covered properly. I get to help people, you know, who are going through a divorce, who have never dealt with insurance before understand what they're going through. I get to help first time home buyers cover their very first, like biggest asset that they have and understand what they're doing. And I get to help people a lot. So despite the fact that like, insurance is the tool. And I never thought I would be in insurance. I love it. I love this business. I love this industry and I love my clients. And I think the mindset too, and the reason why I have such amazing clients, like I don't have any clients that call me and I get like a pit in my stomach. I don't have any client that I don't like working with. Um, and I know that's unique. Um, but I also know it's because I treat my business as a servantship. And I truly love and care about every single person that I get to serve. And at the end of the day, my goal is to help them and serve them and meet them where they are. And if somebody is cranky and they're, you know, having a rough day, you know, I just, I be kind to them and I still help them the best way that I can. And because I don't know what they're going through. And I know a lot of people who will complain about their clients or, you know, say that they they don't know what they're talking about or whatever. Well, of course they don't. It's insurance. Nobody knows what they're talking about except for people who are licensed and have experience and understand um, the policies and the industry and things like that. So I don't know. I think it's having grace with whatever you're doing. So if you're, you know, if you're a financial advisor, you're a realtor, you're a lender, you're 
you know, you sell um, things at your store, like you can't go into it with the attitude that like people are dumb and you have to like, I have to teach them things like that's, that's your job. Right. And if we're going at our businesses with a servant's heart, it changes things. You know, you do find meaning in what you're doing and you do find, you know, success um, because you help somebody have a better day or you help somebody understand um, your product and they feel good about buying it and they know who they need to call when they get into trouble or they know that they just bought a wonderful product from, from a great small business owner who put a lot of care into to making the candle or making the the bowl or or the cookies or whatever it is that you're selling. Um, you're doing it and they say, make it with love and yeah, make it with love, make it with God's love. Um, and again, I know that like, I can get very like, I don't know, mushy or whatever, but like, it's true. It's true guys. I'm happy and I'm not happy because of success. I'm not happy because of, um, you know, the thing that I sell or because of anything of this world. I'm happy because I do feel like I'm leaning into God's purpose for me and I'm allowed to serve people and love people all day, every day. And, um, I think that's where, that's where your growth and your success are going to come from. It's, it's doing God's work. Um, no matter what you're doing, asking him to help you serve others in a way that's meaningful, um, and growing your business, um, on God's timing, (laughs) not necessarily yours. Um, and I say that, you know, because it's funny, I came into my business, like, I'm going to grow it to this amount at this time. And I'm going to add people at this point, And I'm going to do all these things. And I stay in prayer guys, and none of it happens on my timing. Um, some of it happens way faster and some of it happens way slower because again, it's God is in control. He is, he is father time. and He's the one that's going to make it happen whenever it's supposed to happen. So stay in prayer. Um, you know, continue to ask God for guidance. If you're in a position right now, you're at a job that you don't feel like you should be in. Um, I got news for you. If you're there right now, you're there for a reason. God has you there for a reason. And and it might not be that waiting period. It might be that, all right, God, I know this cannot possibly be where you want me to be forever, but I'm here now. So show me how to serve you while I'm here. And also show me what you want me to do next. Cause that's going to be um, you got to have your eyes open and you've got to be ready. And the, the last part of that is you have to be willing to lean into what it is God's showing you. If you are asking God to show you and he shows you, and then you're like Moses, right. And you're like, no, I think you got the wrong guy for that one. God, like I'm not, I'm <laughs> not qualified. I'm not ready. Um, God's going to say, well, yeah, you are. And here's some help. And he's going to keep pressing you just the same way you press Moses. And it's just easier if you just accept that God has a plan for you. You're already qualified. It's already been ordained. And as he starts pressing you, even if it's something that you're like, I don't know, God, like, I don't know that I'm the right person for this. Um, which is exactly the way I I feel about this podcast and exactly, you know, you're listening to it right now, whoever you are right now, that's listening to this, you're listening to it. So apparently, um, I am qualified and apparently God does want me because he wants you to listen to it right now. Um, and it may be to hear this exact message of keep going, keep praying. Um, because if you fall off and you start doing what you want to do without any direction from God and, and you start asking him for, Hey, make me successful. 
um, it may not work out the way you want to. And I know there's a lot of um, evangelists out there that <laughs> preach like, hey, believe in God and tomorrow you'll be a millionaire. Or like, <laughs> you know, I, I, I do believe that we want to pray for things that we want, but we need to move in a way that's God's timing. And we want to move in a way that's God's um, calling for you. So um, it's not always, you know, pray for it and God's going to like all of a sudden drop down a whole bunch of money in your hands or the house of your dreams or, or whatever that is. It's, it's a journey. It's a walk. Um, and sometimes it does, you know, if God wants it to happen fast, he's going to make it happen fast. But if he doesn't, if he still feels like he's got some developing to do on you or some sandpapering on you to do, he might leave you where you are a little bit longer. Um, but I think that helps us appreciate the, the next step all the more. So wherever you are in your journey, um, I am excited for you. Um, I'm excited for you to be leaning in to the person that that God created you to be and le leaning into your purpose. It's a hard place. And it's a hard journey. Um, this whole being a Christian thing is, is not easy. Um, it would be easier, I think, sometimes just to go do whatever we want to do and, you know, not worry about um, if we're serving, you know, and, and doing the things that that God wants us to do. But man, it's worth it. And, and once we start learning into learning in, I like that learning into the purpose, leaning into the purpose and really figuring out who it is God wants us to be. That's where your heart becomes fuller. Um, and you really start enjoying what you're doing. Um, because you know, you're not doing the thing you do, um, for yourself and you're not doing it to make a million dollars. You're doing it to serve a God who loves you and who it probably is going to do something way bigger and way crazier than you could ever even dream up because that's the God we serve. He's a God of, of miracles. He's a God of greatness. He's a God of big, giant, awesome things. Um, if we are willing to listen, if we're willing to pray, if we're willing to take action and move forward in the direction that he calls us. So I love you all. I can't believe that this is my 15th episode. Um, it's been super fun and I'm excited to see where this podcast goes. Um, if you are so called to do so, I would love it if you would put a review for me on um, Apple podcast, um, like and share my link with your friends um, who you think might be interested in listening as well. And um, if you would like to be a guest on my podcast, I'd love to hear from you. If you know somebody that you think would be a good guest on my podcast, I'd love to hear from them as well. So um, just wanted to like put that out there. I'm, I'm still in prayer about where God wants this to go. And I'm really excited about the feedback I've gotten so far. And um, so if, if you have feedback for me, I'd love to hear it, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And um, I'll take it and I will uh, apply it to what we're doing here. So I'm going to end today with Joshua 1.9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go.